Welcome to the Power of Investing in People podcast. I am your host, Shay Sparks, Chief Excitement Officer of Sparks of Fire International, where we spark leaders in transition who are unclear, go from fear to fired up about their life and business. And if you wish to talk more in depth about coaching, heart and mind fitness, brainstorming for your business, podcasting, and or veteran resources, connect with me, Shay, today at the Calendly link in the show notes on your podcast platform. And today, our guest is the amazing Neil Modi. Welcome to the show, Neil. Oh, thank you so much, Shay. Um... Not so amazing, but hopefully can keep <laughs> you, you and your guests entertained for a little while. Well, you know, I have to say how we met, gosh, it's been over a year now back in Nashville at Podcast Movement. And immediately, like I say, with almost everyone at a meetup podcast conference, we immediately became best friends. So yeah. <laughs> it was the, it was those late night, uh, late night uh, running around trying to find a bar. <laughs> at it's some the, point but i don't even think you drink right like no so i don't drink just, you've got that natural high natural energy <laughs> but a lot of us were just trying to keep ourselves entertained unfortunately <laughs> with, with booze but it was yeah it was nashville almost two years ago i think yeah it's the after after party right yeah, <laughs> is, is yeah, where yeah. we ended up connecting and and truthfully it was just such a a fun experience to to connect with you and then to see you throughout. And then again, just recently in Dallas at Podcast Movement. So thank you so much for, for taking time out of your busy schedule for being here. No, it's great. I mean, listen, podcasters are our kind of universe and it's always good to be on. I feel like I haven't been on enough podcasters podcasts and, and, but you, we've met several times and you've always had a, you know, bright smile and great attitude and and I'm looking forward and I've been listening to your pod as well. So it's great. Oh, well, thank you. And for those of you who don't know, Neil Modi is the CEO and co-founder of Headliner. He loves to help people find amazing content online. And Headliner is a leading solution for audio producers to market their content on social media, YouTube, and now media sites. Headliner has been used by over a million podcasters and large media companies like SiriusXM, CNN, and Viacom. And we invite you to find out more on his website at headliner.app. That's headliner.app. And of course, we'll have that in the show notes. Oh, yeah. No, no worries. Yes. If you are a podcaster and you're not using Headliner, go start trying. And if you, if something's wrong, you can contact me directly. We, you know. We, we've always, like, like you were saying, I mean, I always feel like audio is just an amazing medium, but most people are not listening to it. Uh, and it's our job to get it out there more. Well, and the thing um, I love about how we ended up connecting, it was like, oh my gosh, headliner. Yes, I use that. And you're like, how can we make it better? That was your first question to me. And <laughs> I was like, as a CEO to ask that question is uh, just unbelievably kind, but also very um, aware. Like you're so focused on what the customer needs rather than that bottom dollar, like so many out there are. Yeah. I mean, maybe to a fault. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, you know, we do well as a business, but we, well, I always feel like we're playing the long game. 
and yes. trying to squeeze out money in the short term is going to hurt you long term. And uh, and and truthfully, I think we do need to make it better. I think um, you know, podcasting is is an amazing medium, like I was saying before, but it's it's super hard uh, post production, marketing, especially when you don't have a staff and so on. Um, it takes a lot of effort, uh, but when you get into it, there's something magical about listening to two people converse like this. If you're interested in the topic or the personalities, I mean, I almost feel like it's somewhat meditative. Like you just kind of move into a different mental space, and I just feel like the world would be better if more people listen to podcasts. And <laughs> and um, and we need to do the best job we can to try to make that happen. And 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 I think our answers are with the creators like you. Um, yeah. So we can make it better. And and uh, and you still haven't answered. Well, you actually gave me a few things, which I think we fixed. Yes. At least two of them. Uh, I don't know if we've gotten through the whole list, but we're we're trying. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and I love I I love that you were just so immediately open because whatever I said, you were making notes, and I think you even messaged your team at that point, which yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> which is what I love, which is why I wanted you on the show because the first question I always like to ask, but of course I. We started talking, diving in already, but what does the investing in people mean to you? Well, I knew you were going to ask this because I have been listening to your pods. I mean, I think like, I mean, I sorry to kind of evade the question, but I think investing in people is all you got, right? Like I, you know, sorry to get all like philosophical, but we all have each other. And that's really what we have on this planet in, yeah. in our lifetime. And I think, I think that's that's what it comes down to. Like, you know, we're in the service of others. Um, you know, what you give is what you get. You know, all these kind of ideas. And I, I even think, you know, there's some idea where you hope it comes back to you. And I don't even think, think it needs to go that far. I think investing in people um, immediately makes you feel satisfied, at least for me. And so... Um, I mean, I think, you know, both kind of with my team and people I encounter and uh, I think all these creators, I think being able to just help them share their message gives me enough satisfaction and happiness. Uh, I don't need the the dollars to be flowing in, uh, although that's nice, but like, you know, that is that is kind of its own reward in and of itself, you know? Um, so I think, I mean... Investing in people is all we got. That's all we should be doing in some way or another. That's kind of my attitude on it. Well, I love this. I love your answer. And every person I've interviewed over the past, gosh, four years now has given me something different. Mm. Every mm. single person. And so I think it's, it's such a great opener because you never, you never really think about that, right? You really don't think mm -hmm. about how you're investing in other people. But I love what you said is that that's, that's literally it. That's all we have in life is investing in other people. And what I'm hearing you say is really about service. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. and Totally. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, and I love that <laughs> it's kind of the law of reciprocity, right? When you pour mm -hmm. into others, good will come back to you. Totally. Totally. I mean, there's this old, uh, you know, Sanskrit saying, it's called Om Vandana Nama, I think. I, I might be mispronouncing that, even though I am Indian, so I apologize. 
but it's like you know what you give to the universe the universe gives back to you basically mm -hmm. right um and it's i mean look um i think you just if you just take a step back and think about how amazing it is we could just be having this conversation or i could even be having a thought you quickly get grounded in what you have uh times are tough for for everyone but just the opportunity to be living to be doing stuff mm. and interacting with people is a gift and magical and and we're all kind of here for each other in one one you know in one way or another so i think kind of giving service you know and and people are way better at it than i am you know i i was kind of lamenting to my wife one point it's like you know our kids are now eight and five and i'm like we really got to get them volunteering thinking about volunteering mm. they do it through kind of school which is great but like as a household once you get into that kind of mode of like okay we got to like work a lot we got to provide for our kids i feel like volunteering explicitly kind of moves out of your week to week or maybe every few week cycle and that's where we are but it's it takes you you can serve it you can serve in so many different ways um but service um explicitly is valuable and service through your work in some manner is is also valuable right um and 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 for example even i think in some way and you've probably heard this from people who've listened to your podcast you know things resonate when you put them out into the world for mm -hmm. people whether you're thinking you're servicing people or not you actually by by creating something new and and letting people consume it um that's a form of service in some way um if you can strike um some kind of some kind of note for that person in their life at some time so we all do service in different ways but i think explicit service we need i need to do a little bit better job on as well well i think what you're what i'm hearing is when you provide a service or you're serving another person you really have this deep profound appreciation for what it is that you have and it becomes from a, a gratitude of where you are and what you have that as leaders, we oftentimes get so caught up in the grind and the hustle of our everyday lives of mm -hmm. working and putting in the hours and, and all of that, that we forget, right? We forget yeah. where we've came from, how much we, we need to be appreciative and grateful for everything that we have in the moment. Mm-hmm. Totally, totally. I mean, I think like, you know, startup life is, is tough. This is our second startup. Basically, most of our most of the team's been together for almost almost a decade from the previous company to this one. And I got a lot more gray hair, uh, as you saw my bio photo, uh, than I did about 10 years ago. And there's a ton of stress. But I think when I wake up every day, I, I kind of say to myself, like, I have an opportunity through my work to help or improve you know literally you know millions of people out there you know very small very small amount uh, totally but but still possibly a small amount and over time those small things start adding up um i always i always ask people during an interview kind of late stage interview um and it's kind of a very kind of deep question like would you rather impact a small number of people mm. a tremendous amount like, um, or would you rather impact a, a massive number of people, a small amount? 
Um, and I think it tells me a lot about their personality. Um, and, and I always tell my team or, or through that kind of interview process, I think our job is to try to impact as many people as we can, a large number of people, a small amount, and hopefully those small amounts start improving over time. Whereas, you know, doctors or, or very kind of direct service people, non-tech non typically, uh, are, are, you know, faced with trying to impact uh, a small group of people uh, a very large amount, right? E.g. saving their life or something. Um, and I think they're just kind of different philosophic, uh, different philosophical ways to make impact in the world. And but I think every morning I, I kind of maybe not every morning, but most of the time I remind <laughs> myself I have the chance and the opportunity and lucky to have it as well to make a small improvement or happiness in millions of people around the globe. And that, you know, that gets you kind of uh, through the tough times for sure. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. It brings you back to your purpose. Yeah. 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 I was asked kind of looking back, like why we work in this area or why, what, you know, in tech, at least media is kind of uh, negatively portrayed just because, you know, there's not a lot of money in media in general, right? Especially on like the, the big kind of tech startup and valuation uh, circles. But I think that there's just so much value in media. We all consume a, a tremendous amount of content. Mm -hmm. It provides a lot of value in, in, in people's lives, whether it be to kind of inform or entertain or educate, whatever it might be. It's just super important. And um, I think that's just my purpose. At this point, looking back at the previous company and this one is like just helping people try to get to amazing information. And, um, you know, for me, when, when people hear, or see what we, what we do, or I hear from the creators directly, uh, definitely makes me feel like we're doing something right. And it's worth all the, all the pain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, and you are doing something right. I mean, that's obvious in, in the, in the product that you have made. So I'm just curious, take us mm -hmm. back to Neil before startup. And mm -hmm. what were you doing? Who were yeah. you? And then what made you decide <laughs> to do a startup? Was there some sort of defining moment? Um, yeah, I'll give you the short version for the benefit of your readers. But I mean, I look, I, I was kind of a math geek and, and I kind of found my way into kind of my two big interests, which is um, computer science and philosophy for grad school. So I, you know, I read I read a tremendous amount now, listen to a lot of podcasts, but still uh, love reading um, and um, and care about these kind of bigger questions in, in general. I like to just spend time thinking about those things still. Um, and computer science, like, I just think it's really like pixie dust at this point. You can do so much with these computers. It's really changed everyone's life. And, and I think we've only kind of scratched the surface. So felt like it was a good way for me to be able to do things in the world. So I worked in a big consulting company. Um, I kind of moved all over the place and started my own consulting company. Had a very good um, kind of successful career, making good money. I would say enjoying New York lifestyle. Um, there's no shortage of things to do in the city if you've got money and so on. But I got, I, I guess it was really around turning 30. I'm now 45. 
I think. Um, <laughs> when I was getting close to turning 30, I really felt I hadn't taken, I haven't, I, I felt like I wasn't doing enough uh, with my career. I was, uh, I was making good money, but I wasn't making a lot of impact. So I had my own consulting company, had a number of clients, back to what I was talking about before, with like impact to a large number of people, uh, a small amount or impact to a large or small group of people, a large amount. I feel like I was on the latter side of that small mm -hmm. group of people. A, a big amount. They relied on me. We had a great relationship, paid me well, et cetera. But I just felt like I wasn't doing enough for everyone. And, mm. um, and I guess I saw this space on the internet around information uh, and getting people to the, the amount of information back to kind of my purpose. Mm -hmm. I just think uh, before audio, our previous company really tried to help people get to all the amazing content people were writing online. So if you, you go circa back about like 15 years on the internet, uh, free podcasting, I'd say most of these creators were blogging. Yes. Um, and so you got, and I don't know if you had a blog. Did you have a blog? Yeah. Way back when yeah. I sure did. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and I think most creators, this was the creative medium at that time. Mm -hmm. This is almost before social media really started taking off mm -hmm. as well. So, so, and again, similarly to audio, there was just all this amazing content getting written, but most people weren't finding it. Um, and I thought uh, there was a light bulb that went off where I went and searched for something. I found this blog that I, uh, I thought the article was amazing. And then I left the blog to go get some more information on it. And, I, and, and so I went to Google like everyone does, and I typed in some keywords. And I ended up right back on that blog on another article. And it just, it felt to me like, why did I have to take this circuitous route to end up back on the same article? And so I thought these, these bloggers are getting take, they can pique someone's interest. And instead of helping people get to the next place, even on their own site, people leave to go to Google or mm. some other thing. And so we started working on recommendation technology that like basically helps people go from something of interest to hopefully something more of interest. Um, yeah. We don't have time to get into where that whole space has gone into kind of clickbait. Um, right, right. But, but early on, I think um, that's how I got into the startup world. I felt like there was these mega publishers, uh, obviously New York Times, CNN, all these kind of big guys who can invest and pay companies mm -hmm. to build this technology for them. For, but for the average blogger, there wasn't that capability. So we built, I think at the time, the biggest WordPress plugin for wow. the average WordPress site and yeah. blogger and Tumblr and iPad, there was a bunch of these blogging platforms to help people get from one piece of content to another by recommending it. Um, and it just kind of took off. Um, I think uh, back to your point about making money, we didn't really have a good business plan in the beginning. <laughs> uh, we helped, a, we had tons of traffic, but we didn't monetize it effectively, but we figured out the business plan and started growing it. Um, and then we, you know, we sold the business, which was great for everyone involved, um, especially my team and so on, to just kind of have life changing um, moment with with money and so on. Especially some some members of my team, it was you know 
just money they hadn't been able to see before uh, in that level. And so that's what makes it worth all the pain uh, to see them happy as well. Um, And then, uh, and that's kind of how we got started in startups. Uh, So that company we started called Enrelate. We started, I was working at nights and weekends in like 2008. I quit all the stuff I was doing in 2009 and just went for it. Um, Mm. And, and um, work like crazy. I mean, my whole life turns upside down. I was, I used to work very, I mean, I worked a good amount, but I, I was able to go out at night and enjoy dinners, enjoy the New York lifestyle, like I was saying. But then I just basically worked, you know, 15, 16 hour days nonstop for, sure. you know, for a while, but it was worth it. It didn't feel, I mean, it was stressful and a lot, but it felt like everything was in our own hands and we were providing some value to creators and bloggers like like you back then um Mm -hmm. and we got that positive reinforcement uh and we really we really like to be servicing like i said like you know as many bloggers and and um creators out there uh which which were under service because they weren't ready to pay for the service you know or or have a lot of budget around their kind of labor of love or their hobby or their non-business basically, you know? Um, But that's how, that's how I got into startups. I'm probably jumping all around or didn't cover things, but, um, but that's the start. Yeah. That was great. I I love that you really are kind of basing your life decisions on that question that you ask in the interviews. Do you want to make a big impact to a small amount of people or a smaller impact to a large amount of people. Mm -hmm. And for me, that's kind of why I completely shifted my whole life because I saw that I was already doing the, the big impact with a smaller amount of people. And I just kept, you know, kind of get to to the philosophical part or the spiritual part of whatever. I just felt like I was being called to touch and impact more people. Yeah. So And I don't think that there's a right or a wrong, actually. You know, no. I think I think it's it tells you a lot about the personality of the person, or if they've actually had some, some time to think about it as well. Or in the interview, <laughs> I expect them to start thinking through it as well. You know, so sure. So I cut you off. Go ahead. No, I was going to ask. So a lot of our listeners are people in possibly some sort of transition. So it could be the military back to civilian life, or it could be they're an employee. And they're looking to start a business and they're kind of like, what's next? So what would you say to someone who's thinking that they need to make a bigger impact on a small or a bigger impact, a small impact on a bigger amount of people? Yeah, I think first and foremost, just make sure everyone around you is on board. (laughs) Um, You know, because I think when you have misalignment around Mm. how much that is a toll, like, you know, change is tough, right? Um, So you can feel it from within, but everyone around you, meaning, you know, whether your spouse or your family or whatever has to be on that journey in some sense with you as well. So, but once you have that, I think, look, life is short, scratch the itch. Um, It might not work out, which is fine, but you'll never be wondering like, oh, I wish I tried that or I wish Mm. I did that. You scratch the itch and, and go back. Uh, and, and feel like, you know, you gave it, uh, gave it a go and, and, and if it works out, uh, which is tough, especially in startups, but when it works out, you know, the roller coaster, I always tell people the roller coaster ride is, uh, 
ups and downs, um, but the highs are so high uh, and the lows are, are low too, but the highs make the lows uh, worth it all. Um, and so you just have to be ready, I think, mentally to know that um, this is the next phase. And I think just be, it's not an overnight thing. I think, look, we, we see all these stories out there about like, you know, rags to riches or et cetera, in such a small amount of time, especially in tech. But, um, mm -hmm. you know, those are few and far between and they get celebrated and pushed in the press and all this kind of stuff. But I think uh, most most people from the inside know that, you know, these are, you know, five, 10 year kind of bets. Um, and so I think just just frustration can be a great motivator. <laughs> you just have to know um, what you're signing up for. I think a lot of people wish that they could do a lot of stuff, but then um, once they see the mess of it all, um, realize which 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 isn't bad at all. But um, but I think they just have to think through, like you know, what's my long term bet here? Mm -hmm. You know, um, maybe maybe too precautionary, but but I think um, just trying to be honest around what you see in the press versus what's the reality. Mm -hmm. You know. I agree. I agree. And you're right. That it is a roller coaster. Entrepreneurship is not for the, for the faint of heart. It is about the long game, like you mentioned, which it's like, you're reading my notes, which brings me to the next question. Um, <laughs> so what is next for headliner? Where do you see this going into the future? What is the longer yeah. game of this for you guys? Well, uh, back to kind of what I was saying. I mean, I think, look, your podcast, uh, I'm sure there's people out there that would appreciate it that have never heard of it yet. And, um, and no matter how hard you try, I think podcasting as a medium right now is getting limited by like the powers that be. So I think, um, you know, there's a stat out there that basically like, I think nine in 10 people on this, uh, in the world haven't listened to a podcast in the past month. So you have to ask yourself, is it because of the content? And I, I don't think that's the case anymore. Uh, is it because of content or is it because we haven't made it really easy to let them get there? Um, and I think it's more the second, right? Like I think podcasting's um, actual problem is that it's really hard to get into it. Uh, you know, I often tell the story about my late dad. I, 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 had a, I trained him on how to use the, Apple podcast app. I didn't even try another app. Like it's not even worth the hassle, but like the podcast app to listen to some stuff. And it's just like, it's just something new to learn. And it's just not like, couldn't really figure it out. He was getting notifications for things he didn't understand, et cetera. But I think uh, when, when he got podcasts in his YouTube channel or in his Facebook feed or something, mm -hmm. all of a sudden he was listening to podcasts, right? And so yeah. Headliner had a part in that. And I think that's our future, right? So if, if one in 10 people are listening to podcasts, for us, it's how do we get the other nine listening to podcasts? And mm -hmm. I think, you know, Apple, Spotify, great great companies, but they're not going to crack that problem. Um, it's where, at least I don't think so. And, and I think we're better suited to do it because I think our strategy has always been go to where people are. Yes. Um, and I'm not going to try to push people into our app 
just to get the content. Um, and I think we have a chance. So that's a long way, a long way of saying <laughs> we've got a long way to go still at headline. Yeah. Um, I think the social stuff we've done and the YouTube stuff we've done has brought, you know, tens of millions, if not over a hundred million people into podcasting um, from our estimates. But I think, look, there's five, uh, almost four to 5 billion people online right now. Wow. Uh, there's 8 billion people on the planet, roughly, mm-hmm. I'm rounding. Yeah. Four to 5 billion people online. Um, I think the content's out there, uh, maybe not in every language yet, but there's a lot of good content out there. I'm sure there's tons of content I would love to listen to. I just don't know it exists right now. Um, and that's the problem headliners actively working on nonstop. Um, so social is part of it. YouTube's part of it. And now this new product that recommends podcasts when you're reading something. So mm. uh, reconnecting all the way back, yeah. you know, the bloggers that also have a podcast, why not find the podcast episode automatically that helps people continue without having to leave the site or leave that creator to go find content elsewhere. So mm-hmm. it all comes full circle a little bit for us, but that's kind of where we're focused at this point. Mm, I love that. And you're, I love how you're literally focusing on the, the people that aren't listening. Yeah. Right. You're yeah. focusing on how do we reach the masses that are still yeah. out there? I love that. I love that. Yeah. And it's, We are coming to um, just have a few more questions left, but um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. before I start, uh, before I ask you those questions um, to our listeners, if you have been thinking about starting a business and don't know where to start as far Mm. as financing, please check out Mm. our um, offer in the show notes for our guest uh, from season five, episode five, Daniel Blue literally can help you with your free up money for your 401k tax and penalty free to start your own business. So check that out. He has a great opportunity for you guys. And, um, you know, we would, I would love to hear how you got your business started as well. So Neil, back to where you are now. So tell us where can, where can people connect with you? What we talked about your website. Is there a social media that they that you recommend yeah. to reach out to as well? Sure, sure, sure. I'm actually not super active on social media, regrettably, even though we like, you know, basically help people get on social media. Uh, but I'm at Neil Modi uh, on Twitter. Uh, but I look, I still, you people can email me directly, neil at headliner.app. So N-E-I-L at headliner.app. Um, I think... Um, I think if you've got something in you that wants to do something, again, life is short, scratch the itch. Uh, everyone's journey is a little bit different, but uh, but don't kind of let fear stop you. Uh, it, you know, if you if you've been, I think well, when we started, when I started my first company, someone had said something to the effect of, "If you've been frustrated, oh, if if in your job." You feel like you haven't been using your brain for about a few months. You actually haven't been using your brain for a few years now. Mm. Like, like, you know, and like I was saying, you know, I I was coasting and I I felt like I wasn't hitting my maximal, like maximum potential. 
Um, and I think that's, that's when it's up to you to change that, right? Because maybe, you know, 50, 60% of you can live a very decent lifestyle, right? But then somehow that's not satisfying, at least for me, it wasn't. And mm -hmm. I think that's, that's the point where you realize, look, it might be tougher, it might be harder, but like, I feel like I want to be in that game where I high risk, high reward a little bit. Um, I love it. I don't know. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love that you said fulfilled. Cause I think that's a lot of times what ends up happening. We go into a, um, a business or a job looking for the mon money, show mm -hmm. me the money, right? Like Jerry Maguire. Yeah. And maybe that's yeah. how we were taught or how we were raised. I mean, I know that's the household I came from. It was about, you know, mm -hmm. make the most money. We weren't looking at being fulfilled. We weren't working at, at purpose. We weren't looking at these yeah. different things. And that, again, I think that's one of the reasons we connected because just talking with you in the, in the very first moments, it was like immediately you could tell you were passionate about this. You can tell that you were, this was something you in, not just enjoyed, but you got fulfillment from helping, yeah. from helping content creators. So I, I yeah. love that. So I probably know the answer, but I think I'll ask anyway, <laughs> what would you want to be remembered for? What would be your legacy? Ooh, uh, that's a big one. Uh, I mean, first and foremost, being a good dad, hopefully we got two little ones. I always tell people like the best thing in life is life itself. Right. And so making, letting two kids have the opportunity to like, just have those moments that I was telling you about and just being a part of that is great. Um, and then secondly, yeah, just making, you know, as many people as I can lives incrementally better. I know it's a super small amount, but added up, I think, you know, that, that would feel like, you know, I've, I've made some lives easier, better somehow uh, on a grand scale. And that, that feels like pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can definitely tell you you're living it right now. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. We still, we've got a ways to go. We've got a ways to go, but, uh, but we like what we're doing. And, you know, I think creators like you connect with people in a whole different way. And, and, and it's important to get these messages to the people that will, will appreciate and, and take those messages to heart. And mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's, it's companies like Headliner uh, and our previous one that hopefully just help make that easier, faster, better somehow. Mm, I love that. I love that. Well, thank you so much for being here. I know that your schedule is so busy. So thank you oh, for no, taking no, no. time it's to great. be with us. We, we will see each other in podcast movement, hopefully every year. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And uh, I know this is long overdue and thanks for your patience uh, with me, but it's a pleasure to be on your podcast and, and it was fun. Oh, good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. And I always like to leave with this question of what phrase, scripture, or mantra are you living by right now? I mentioned it to you uh, uh, earlier. Um, so it's, uh, I guess it's the mantra. I, uh, funny enough, I was meditating this morning and it came out in the meditation. It's Om uh, Vandana Nama. You know, what you give is what you get, basically. And uh, my friends are, if anyone listens to this, they're going to get really annoyed because I say it, uh, I say it way too much, maybe. <laughs> but, but, um, but I think the, I think that's, you know, that's, it's as simple as it gets, right? Uh, so that's Beautiful. mine. Beautiful. Yours? What yes, is mine? Yeah. Ah, uh, what is mine? Um, mine is trust the process. 
right now in the moment right now is just the process. Yeah. 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 Cause it, 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 it is a long game. It, none of it is short and quick and fast. It is slow as the new fast. So it's trust the process. Yeah. Very no. good. Yeah. Thank you for asking. Not many people do. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I get to having a podcast again, I can get you on. And yes. I would love that. Yeah. I would love that. I would love that. Well, You've thank- You've, I know I've heard tidbits of your story and obviously on your site, but You've got a lot to add to on on the other side of the Mm. podcast interview. Mm, Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And thank you for being here. And thank you for listening to the Power of Investing in People podcast. If you took notes, because I know that you did with Neil, because he dropped some major knowledge nuggets, especially the whole, if you have an itch, scratch it. I mean, that's just uh, sounds simple, but yet how many people follow it? So I hope that you have been inspired by what he had to say today. And if you did, please go over to Apple Podcasts and give this an honest review. And until next time, let's get fired up. This podcast is a proud partner of the Heroes Media Group, Lima Charlie Network, and Global Sisterhood Podcast Network. Sponsored by Sparks of Fire International, where we get you fired up about your life and business and Quest Education. What if you could use the money inside your retirement account penalty and tax-free and use that money to start your own dream business? Our friend Daniel Blue from Season 5, Episode 5 over at Quest Education is so kind to give you, our listeners, their How to Grow Your Money Tax-Free online course completely complimentary just for listening to today's show. We invite you to find out more about their generous opportunity at the link in the show notes. So just imagine the business you could start with your freed up money.